is Scotty and Andrew, and you're listening to Fun with Horror. Hello, horror friends. This is Fun with Horror, the weekly horror movie review podcast in which Scotty and I take turns giving each other movies to watch, and then we discuss them the following week. Our only two rules are that whoever picks the next movie must pick one that they've never seen, and then we both have to watch it. Last pick, I chose The Shining, directed by Stanley Kubrick and starring Jack Nicholson. Here we go. (laughs) Hey, Scotty. I am so aroused by it right now. How was that? (laughs) That was so good. Thanks, man. Wow. Wow. Well, that was that was that. That's the script, man. That's your script. I mean, that was that's beautiful. Like the entire podcast, we can just end it. All like, right, it was so good. Well, that was a great week. Yeah, that's my thoughts on The Shining. Wow. Okay. Hi, Andrew. <laughs> Hi, Scotty. How are um, you? I'm good. Good. <laughs> I think uh, I think we have some guests with us this week. <gasps> I think Hi. you're right. Oh, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> trick-or-treat <laughs> yes that sounded cool <laughs> well um andrew yes sir i would like to introduce my girlfriend mary to the podcast hi mary hi, i am mary. the girlfriend mary hello <laughs> hi mary <laughs> thank you for being here this is exciting thank you for having me i'm so excited yay and then i would like to introduce my wife cindy hello Hi, hey, I'm glad to be here, you guys. I feel like I'm your like number one fan, so thanks for including me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. These are these are our number one fans. I think. Um, I think so. Cindy, I know, always listens to the podcast and then makes a post about it. <laughs> and Mary and I have now we have a little ritual that uh, on the day that the podcast is released. I I turn on the Apple TV and the podcasts app and uh and we just listen to it and we have a good time and Mary always like she gives me a a, a combination of of loving chuckles and uh and eye rolls it's it's, it's wonderful <laughs> that's exactly what we want that's awesome <laughs> that's so cool but so this week is pretty much our official Halloween episode yay because this is the last episode that's going to air in october right so we've been holding on to a conversation (gasps) that we've hinted at Mm -hmm. and uh and it it it's what what scares us in horror movies yeah baby right yep right like we've we've hinted at it we've 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 touched on it, and we thought it would be fun to have our significant others on here to uh, to just to just add to that conversation because um, I it's to me it's it's just it's always fascinating when people talk about different movies that scare the hell out of them, mm-hmm. and and then it's also annoying when people. Uh, tend to talk about horror movies and say that a movie's not a horror movie just because it didn't scare them. Right, exactly. But fear is, it's such a subjective thing. Um, I mean, different things scare different people. 
you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm always curious. I love talking to people about what scares them in movies. Yeah. Uh, and what scares them in real life and what kinds of movies, you know, stick with them after it's over, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, then there's different types of fear, obviously. There's the kind of fear where you're watching a movie and it's scary while you're watching it. You're on the edge of your seat. But then when it's over, you're fine. Mm-hmm. But then there's movies that they kind of haunt you after. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> and then there's movies that just aren't scary at all. Um, but there's still a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um yeah, let's let's get the ball rolling. Um Andrew? Yeah. <laughs> and we had, you what kind of movie scares you? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. I've, I've actually been really excited about this conversation as well. Um Oh good. So one of the things that has always it scares me in real life as well, and I think of course that you know, when we watch a movie with the, our our real life fears, it definitely has more of an impact. Um but one thing is Anything in water, anything Ooh. in especially dark water. That's one thing I, I kind of refuse to do is I, I, I'm not <laughs> I don't ever want to go swimming at night. That scares okay. me. <laughs> That's something I don't like. So wow. even in, in slasher movies, there's always like like some kind of skinny dipping scene or something at night, which are are meant to be played off as, you know, they're this cute couple or whatever. Um, but those ones to me are always like, oh man, I would hate being in that water. (laughs) That's all I think about. Even (laughs) not the slasher that's probably going to kill them in about five minutes. Okay. But them being in the water. So what, what scares you about it then? Not knowing what's in there. That's, that's, I don't. And I think that's, that (laughs) we could probably do some kind of like, you know, therapy session with all this, but I think that stems just from. Being the type of person that likes to know, I like to think 10 steps ahead. And okay. so when it's something that I don't know, I don't like that. And I think that's the same thing just the, in water. I, if there's something that I don't know, if it's something's in there, I don't like that. It scares me. It freaks me out. I don't know if there's – and it probably doesn't help that I listen to like crime podcasts. Like who knows? What if there's a, a body in there or something that my foot touches? Ah, I don't – I even thinking about it right now, I'm like, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Okay, well then I have to ask. Yeah, uh, a few movies if you've seen them. Ooh, um, okay. Well, you've seen Friday the Thirteenth. I have. Yes. So, uh, without spoilers, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure yeah. most people have seen it. So, but you know, just in case somebody hasn't, I know the scene you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does it scare you? It does. Yep. Really? That scene itself, yeah, is very. Yeah, I don't like it. I think okay. about that scene whenever I think of dark water. I always think about that scene. Yep. Next movie, mm-hmm. Open Water. I saw Open Water a very long time ago. Okay. Um, and I remember it in, you know what, in all honesty, I'm going to be pretty honest <laughs> with you here. Uh, yeah. I watched it as a young boy and there's a yes. scene in it and that's all I remember from it. <laughs> Oh, man. So I honestly don't really remember anything about that movie except that scene where there's some things as, you know, 14-year-old Andrew is like, hmm, this is an all right movie. Uh, <laughs> so so I, it should be one I rewatch again and see if it, if it freaks me out. Yeah. Uh, 
that movie freaked me the hell out. Yeah. And I don't have the same type of, I mean, I do have that kind of a fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- but when I'm out in the water, you know, when I, I used to, I used to go bodyboarding, oh, uh, nice. boogie boarding, whatever people want to call it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if I got too far out, it would scare the heck out of me. Yeah. Right. So open water gave me severe anxiety. I almost walked out of the theater. Wow. The movie. Yeah. Um, and then what about a movie like Underwater? Have you seen that? I I have not. I don't know that movie. <sighs> okay. Underwater. That's the one with uh, Kristen Stewart. Oh, right. No, I have not oh, seen that yet. Nope. Oh, man. I'd, I'd love to <laughs> know how that movie affects you. Okay. All right. Put it on your list. Yep. It'll <laughs> go on the list right after this. <laughs> now, do these movies – so the question is, do these movies stick with you after it's over, though? Um, yes and no more, you know, if, if as with like, you know, any water movie like Jaws or anything like that, if I'm on land, I usually don't, nothing really bugs me. And I don't think about it when I get to the water, it'll, it'll creep up a little for sure. Um, but yeah, if I'm just in, in, in bed at night, I don't really dwell on it, I guess. I don't really think about it. Um, yeah. So is there anything in a movie that does make you dwell on it after it's over there was the only one i could think of when i was thinking of this there's only one movie that i don't know if i will watch again um and that's green room if you've ever seen green room i've seen green room that movie stuck with me it still sticks with me uh and i think the reason being is that one so realistic um i could see in that and even especially nowadays it's very realistic and it scares me and yeah, that was the only one where I it just was so nitty gritty and it felt real the whole time, and I I still and I've talked with Cindy about it. She I think she was fine with it, you know. I mean, yeah, it didn't stick with her. That's fine. Yeah, there's a gruesome scene that I did not like to watch. <laughs> that one kind of stuck with me, but yeah, it was a really good movie. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, and that one for some reason I still think I still think about that movie. And we watched it yeah, a year ago, maybe. I know. I probably honestly wouldn't remember it if you didn't bring it up every now and then. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Yeah. That yeah, that one that one definitely sticks for sure. That's that's one I own and I don't think Mary's seen it. Oh, okay. I would love yeah, if you guys watch it, I'd love to hear Mary, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. She just like she's she's still not used to this. She just mouthed the words seen it <laughs> i know it's it's totally true though this is so our first time when we did this we did the same thing we we're like i mean it was just different it's so different yeah. <laughs> well then then let's get mary talking yes yeah uh so mary what in movies what like what's the scariest movie you've seen what kind of movie scares you well let's just begin with the Conjuring. Mm-hmm. So this was around the time when Scotty and I first started dating, and he decides to put on The Conjuring, <laughs> and there comes a scene when that lady in the PJs jumps up on top of the armoire, or she happens mm-hmm. to appear there, and that was the moment when I specifically told Scotty, I do not do well with demons and possessions, and mm-hmm. the moment I saw that, I asked him to turn it off. Mm. It really stayed with me for a week, maybe even more. And the fact that I watched it and I know that it's not 
that kind of movie that I enjoy to watch. I actually forced myself to rewatch the whole thing all over again (gasps) when I was at work one day. And (laughs) I watched it. But I watched it with no sound. <laughs> That's because awesome. I told myself, you know, you've already seen half of it, so you might as well just finish it. Because I did want to know how it ended, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to hear anything. And since I was at work, I had to use the bathroom. I had to ask a coworker of mine Aww. to come with me to the bathroom. And she Aww. was like, why do you want to have me come with you to the bathroom. And I told her, I was like, well, I'm watching a conjuring and I'm afraid that someone might come and grab my legs under the stalls. You never know. So it's just those kind of movies with any possessions or demons that, you know, I, mm-hmm. I personally feel that it's real. Things like that happen. I've experienced some random um, paranormal stuff in mm-hmm. my childhood and, those things kind of stick with me, and I'd rather see someone get slashed and <laughs> <laughs> stabbed to death <laughs> as opposed to having demons Yay. and possessions just haunting my mind and in dark corners, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. it's being being Mary's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I kind of have to. It, look for trigger warnings in certain movies that I have no idea what they're about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Malignant, for instance. I had no idea what Malignant was about. Um, it was it was kind of a, uh, you know, it's James Wan. So right. I wasn't sure. So I had to like, I had to talk to my, my friend and I had to ask him uh, – if the movie contained any type of demon possession or anything like that or demons. And he mm-hmm. was like, no, it, Mary will be fine watching. And, you know, I have a, I have a small circle of friends, including you, Andrew, that yeah. I, that know what Mary's fear is now mm-hmm. <laughs> because I've asked enough times. And so they, they know when I ask a movie, if a movie is okay for Mary to watch, they know what to say. So yeah, it's interesting to, uh, to have to vet movies before I watch them to make sure they're not going to disturb Mary too much. Hey, fair enough. I, I get it. I love how Mary said that she had to see, know how it ended. And so <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I love that. I think I don't, I was really invested in the family. And so that's how I get with movies. Even if I, it, they're scary. I'm like, I love this family. I want to see them do well. I want to see their, the rest of their story and see them make it out alive. <laughs> that is pretty scary. That's yeah. all I got to say about that. Yeah, I think Andrew, I told you, I mean, mm. I mean, Conj- The Conjuring, going back to our episode two weeks ago, was mm-hmm. my number 10 and your number one of all time. Yeah. Yep. And I think I told you when I was going through looking for sound bites from the movie, uh, I forgot how scary that movie is. Yeah. Yes. It's terrifying. <laughs> it really is a scary movie. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. So, so Cindy, what what type of movie scares you? Well, yes, everything Mary said about The Conjuring and the Annabelle <laughs> movies. Truly, the first time I watched those movies, they stuck with me for weeks. Because um, I believe in you know evil and good spirits, and so I just get so afraid that like. <laughs> 
when after I watch a movie, I just think like about those spe- evil spirits. And I think, what if they're here right now? What if they know that, that I know they're here? Manifested yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just, I'm like, they know I'm thinking about them. They're going to start messing with me. So. Yes. This is why I do not watch stuff like that. I, yes. just, I, I can't. Oh, I can't. I get so deep in my head. And then next thing you know, I'm going to see a shadow somewhere, which I normally do see shadows sometimes. I may sound crazy, but it's the truth. It's freaky. I I don't really appreciate the fact that I have that sense, but I hear you, Cindy. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, even- Cindy, it's not, it's not the doll being alive. It's, it's more the demonic aspect of yes, it. Yes, totally. And so my daughter's afraid of stuff like that, too. I don't know where she got it from because I don't let her watch those movies. <laughs> but <laughs> but when she yeah. says that she... Um, she like she's like I see shadows, you know. I think she gets so scared in bed at night, um, so she makes she manifests those um, like thoughts, and um, she thinks that she sees shadows, or maybe she does, but it's nothing. But I still get a little scared. A little part of me is like, well, maybe she really is seeing something. <laughs> you know, like in the movies, the kids are always the first one to see it. The kids always <laughs> yes, know. Yeah, they know. And the, and the cat. And the cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've we've uh we've we've seen our cats like just looking up into corners and <laughs> at the ceiling and mm. we've had thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh so yeah, so so any demonic possession movie though? Um if it's done really well. Um yes. Yeah, and the Conjuring and Annabelle movies um just did it really well for me. Um, the other thing I would say that really sticks with me is like realistic deaths, like accidental deaths or like Ooh. kids being taken. <laughs> yeah, right. But like yeah. um, Final Destinations, those always stuck with me. I still think about it. I was just going to mention that. <laughs> yes. Nice. Oh my gosh. When I get on a plane, when I drive. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want spoilers, but. <laughs> Some of those, I refuse to watch any more after the second one because they just stick with me so much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Well, you guys, you guys kind of hit on what scares me too. And I don't know why it scares me. But for me, it's, I think it's just my imagination. Mm. My imagination scares me more than anything. And thinking about this episode, I thought about, you know, going back to my childhood, what scared me as a as a kid? And I, I mentioned in a previous episode how I remember my dad watching Halloween in mm-hmm. the other room before I was into scary movies. And and it 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 terrified me. Just the music <laughs> terrified me. And and I think what really terrified me was that I had no idea what was happening in the movie. And it was just my imagination running wild. And so later in life, movies, they can make me tense. They can make me a little bit freaked out. Mm-hmm. But it's not until not until I saw like the Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. And, and I saw the Blair Witch Project early, 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 like six months before the movie ever released. I got my hands on a videotape and... <laughs> Man, I remember somebody at work called me after I got home and said, hey, we, we have this movie 
We have the, <laughs> the Blair Witch Project. Do you want to come in and get it? Because I had been asking somebody to get me a copy. Sweet. And so I went to work and I got it and I did not watch it right away. And I was just terrified not knowing what I was going to watch. (laughs) And I watched it the next day uh, with some friends. And yeah, I was like trying my hardest to push myself back into their couch, like in the cracks (laughs) of the couch, just trying to hide. I had a pillow in my hand. Um, That movie terrified me because my imagination was going crazy. Mm -hmm. and. Until I saw Paranormal Activity, Blair Witch Project was the scariest movie I'd ever seen. And then Paranormal Activity scared me even worse. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. it was the kind of it was the kind of movie that scared me after it was over because some of the things that happened in Paranormal Activity I imagined happening in real life. Mm-hmm. And I don't I honestly don't know why that scares me. Like unknown noises when I'm somewhere by myself uh they kind of freaked me out um i remember being at work one night by myself and i kept hearing this noise down this hall and it was like a whistle and i have never ever felt my hairs stand on end like people always talk about that like the hairs on the back of your neck stand up Mm -hmm. i had never felt that sensation until that moment (laughs) and i got these weird chills going up and down my spine and eventually Eventually, I found a light switch, and I turned the lights on in that hallway, and I found out that it was just the batteries going dead on a on a <laughs> on a door alarm <laughs> and it it gives a little whistle every like every few minutes to let you know that it's the batteries are dying but man i was I was petrified <laughs> so that's the kind of movies that that stick with me mm-hmm. um I guess unknown ghost movies the moment. The moment special effects come into a movie, I still love the movie, but I stop being scared. Yeah. And the best example of that is The Exorcist. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Mary won't watch it. Mary, mm-hmm. Mary, like, literally got angry at me one time because I <laughs> joked about us watching it. <laughs> um. Yeah, she was really honestly mad at me. And I was like, okay, I'm never going to joke about The Exorcist again. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, you know, half of that movie is noises in the attic Mm -hmm. and unknown things start to happen. And that's the part of the movie that really scares me. Once you get into the possession and the the special effects makeup extravaganza, Mm -hmm. the movies, it fascinates me. And I'm I'm just riveted to the screen, but it doesn't really scare me like it does other people. Hmm. Do you think um, the Paranormal Activity and Blair Witch Project, those are both kind of like supposedly filmed by, you know, people on their like camcorders, like right? found footage. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you think that plays into your like fear is the fact that these are supposed to be like real people capturing, you know, stuff on camera themselves? That's a good question. Um, I used to, but I think it's still just more my imagination because mm-hmm. other movies have that aspect that are not found footage. Like I said, the first half of Exorcist, right. uh, the first half of Insidious, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when certain things are left more to the imagination and it's like things that go bump in the night and you don't know what they are. Right. Um, 
yeah, that that's that's what really gets to me. So I found footage to me does freak me out at times, mm-hmm. but I don't really know if it's the found. I think one of the natures of found footage is the mystery aspect of it. Because mm-hmm. even even when found footage uses a lot of special effects, I'm not really scared. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Cloverfield. That movie doesn't scare me. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing. It is Like, amazing. I love it. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. You going to say something? I was going to mention Constantine is another movie that scares me. I had no idea what it was until I watched it, and I Ooh. told myself I'd probably never watch it again. Oh, interesting. And that's not even a horror movie. Right? That's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I well, guess kind I know of that I same have... demon stuff, you know, mm-hmm. fights the evil. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you can think of? Demonic, but maybe not a horror movie? Mm-hmm. No? Not off the top of your head? Yeah. What about, so, like, real-life people? like acting like dangerously like i like mary as a woman <laughs> um like what about kidnapping movies um though um, that's one of my biggest fears is you know being in a parking lot or something like in real life and so when i watch movies like that where a woman is taken it really does stick with me and um especially when it's like children cuz i have a daughter but what about movies like that? Do those stick with you, Mary? I often think about stuff like that. And when I am out in public, I definitely think of scenarios like that. And mm-hmm. so I try to think ahead. <laughs> so I avoid things like that. But yeah, those movies are definitely scary because you just don't know. And people these days are a little bit crazy. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, the thought definitely crossed my mind every day that I leave my house. Like, what if? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think a good example of realistic horror like that is The Strangers. Oh, yeah. Yes. I don't want to watch that one. I don't want to. <laughs> Mary, you've seen that one, right? Yes. How did that affect you? I wouldn't say it affected me. Okay. I, I actually really enjoyed it. Oh, well. So, yeah, that's interesting because yeah, realistic horror it you know it makes me tense during a movie, but it doesn't. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't stick with me. Um, mm-hmm. Even though that's something that could happen. Yeah, zombie apocalypse could happen too, and I constantly <laughs> think about that on the daily. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <All> right. um, <laughs> but yeah, something like home invasion movies; those are things yeah. that could actually happen. Yeah. But yeah, they don't really stick with me. So that's an interesting thought too. That is. Uh I I think that just maybe comes from my ability to separate fact from fiction. Mhm. Because yeah, then you get into the conversation of there's things that scare you like we've all mentioned these things that scare us. Right. And like I know for example with Mary, it keeps her from watching certain types of movies, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like, she won't watch the Annabelle movies. She won't watch anything that she knows has demonic possession in it. Right. Um, But for me, the scarier, the better. If if I know something (laughs) might actually scare me, Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to watching it. I I want a movie to give give me that reaction, that strong reaction. Right. 
I mean, no matter what it is, but you know, with horror movies, definitely fear. If a movie can give me that kind of fear, heck yeah, give it to me. Give it, give Scotty, me more. Scotty, is it ever too much though? Sometimes I would deal with like, I know that movie's going to be too scary for me. Like the strangers. I'm like, I can't, I can't, even though I do like demon possession and being scared in that way. <laughs> but I truly am afraid of being like my house being taken, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so like, I'm like, I'm not going to go there because it's too much for me. I don't want to have like a heart attack. <laughs> I actually have a hatchet on the side of my bed. <laughs> she does. You. Yes. You. Awesome. So. And I have a samurai sword underneath wow. my side of the you bed. You guys are ready real. to go. Yeah, right? <laughs> Come into your Honestly, place when, when the I come. When I think of those movies that you've asked about, you know, about being kidnapped and all this stuff, I I think about it so much that in reality I'm like if anyone ever tries <laughs> it it it's not like I want it to happen, but you're ready. But I'm like Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. And to answer your question, Cindy, um, no. <laughs> uh, there's there's very few movies that are too much for me. In fact, uh, this is another entire conversation, but uh, years ago, I was actually challenged by some friends to watch some of the most shocking movies uh, made because mm. I I said you know this I think I mentioned one movie that didn't really it didn't really disturb me or anything mm-hmm. so they said hey why don't you watch this one why don't you watch this one and then they just started giving me movies and it ended up me looking up top ten most shocking movies lists to see wh- if anything pushed the boundaries with me and there's as far as scares go, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want a movie to scare me, and nothing is ever too much. <laughs> but there are other aspects of horror movies that I'm not really – I don't dig. And if I know a movie is just about that, I'll be much less likely to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I can definitely say that rape is one of those. Like, right. if a movie yeah. revolves around that – um, unless I hear that it's a really good movie and it should be seen, it's it's hard for me to want to pick it up and watch it. Right. Um, I've seen I've seen I Spit on Your Grave, and there's a whole genre of rape revenge movies. I I don't need to see those. Yeah. I've seen the first I Spit on Your Grave. I've seen the original, and I've seen the remake. I didn't need to see all the sequels. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that. To me, maybe that's a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. But yeah. is it more like a discomfort than a fear? Yeah, that's yeah. much more of a discomfort. And and it is still a thing where if somebody challenges me to watch it, uh, you know, challenge accepted usually. Right. <laughs> uh, I hate I hate being challenged to movies because I'm going to watch it. <laughs> and I've seen some really horrible movies. <laughs> but I've also seen some really disturbing, hard-to-watch movies that – were also brilliant in their way. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew and I famously watched the movie <laughs> Martyrs. Yes, sir. Which uh, the the original French version is incredibly hard to watch. Yes. It's a brutal, brutal movie, but the story is just kind of brilliant. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's there's some movies out there like that. And then there's movies that aren't like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I don't even want to name them because, right. you know, people can search those out themselves. But yeah, I I actually thought of another movie that I watched Ooh. a while ago. And even thinking about it now makes me kind of want to hide behind a blanket. Ooh. But Fire in the Sky. <sighs> I've never seen it. I haven't either. Me Fire neither. in the Sky. Ooh. Oh, wow. You're the <laughs> only one here, Mary. Andrew. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a future one. <laughs> yes, we do. Jazz hands. Um, that's, a great, that's a great one. It, there's something about it that just makes me want to completely cover my my face with my uh, hand, but kind of <laughs> just fan it out a little bit. Um, huh. What other movie was there? What was it? The f- the fourth experience. Oh wait, the, yeah, the fourth, the fourth kind. Ooh, thank the four- you. Yeah, That's a good yeah. kind. Yeah, yeah, that one was a little scary for me too. Mm. Um, you know, those are those are great uh, examples because. Uh, so I'm from Gulf Breeze, Florida, mm-hmm. and that may not mean much to most people, but <laughs> in the 90s, we had uh, a UFO craze in Gulf Breeze. There was nice. a guy that said he saw UFOs, he had pictures, and all of a sudden, the entire town was just taken over with UFO <laughs> mania. <laughs> and I can honestly say that when I read accounts, so-called accounts of... This guy opening his window at night because he thought something was outside and that there was an alien standing on the other side of the window looking in at him. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> that scared me. So, yeah, see, Fire in the Sky is one I've heard about so many times. I've never it seen. It is one of the best movies I've watched. Uh, okay. Wow. On the list because that might scare me. But that would have to be a night watch with the seeing that's the other thing. I don't know about you guys, mm-hmm. but when it comes to a movie that I think might actually be scary, mm-hmm. I have to watch it at night. I have to watch it mm-hmm. with the lights off. Yep. I have to get in the full yeah. mood. Yes. Yeah, Phoebe Sweeney yeah, did an amazing job pro, um, playing as a character that. Yeah. No yeah. spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm very intrigued by that though, yeah. Mary. Like that that I love skyrocketed that. to something uh-huh. I I want to see. Love a good alien Bam. movie. <laughs> oh, On so the good. list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else, anybody? Um, one more for me would be the Saw movies. Mm. And like Scotty okay. said, he doesn't like great movies because of the discomfort. I just get so uncomfortable when I see people like... I can watch a slasher movie. Those are like quick kills, but when they are just like drawn out, like torture, like intentional <laughs> torture, it is mm. so hard for me to watch. Mm. I can't sit through it. I get this icky feeling in my body. Like I just get squirmy. <laughs> I can't sit still. Oh, it's awful. So I what you're saying is off. you guys are going to watch Hostel tonight? Oh, no. God. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, and three. Oh That's God. our night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first Saw, and that was enough for me. I think I might have, once I knew wow. what the second one was about, I was like, I can't do that again. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't watch You didn't watch Spiral when Andrew and I reviewed <laughs> no, it? Nope. No. <laughs> no. She that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Even Mary thought that oh, was the, right. the violence and the gore oh, and Spiral God. were a lot. Yeah. I agree. Wow. That's interesting. That's cool. That's awesome. (laughs) It like physically hurts me. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, that's cool because, and that's the thing, like I remember two years ago when I was doing my top 10 or top 21 horror movie list. Mm -hmm. And the whole reason I wanted to talk about this is because I remember more than one person saying, I don't even consider that a horror movie because it didn't scare me. And I'm, I just, I said, well, I'm sorry it didn't scare you, but it's still a horror movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if, if, if a comedy doesn't make you laugh, does that mean it's not a comedy? Right. No, it's a comedy. It just may not be a funny to you. And it's the same thing with horror movies. Certain movies are horror movies, even if they're not personally scary to certain people. So... That's what I wanted to talk about, and thank you so much, Mary and Cindy, for yeah. coming on the podcast and thank talking about both. it with You're us. You're welcome. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. <laughs> thank you both. That was Aww. fun. This is exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, all right then. <laughs> now, let's, now let's talk about a scary movie. Yes. I don't suppose they uh, told you anything in Denver about the tragedy we had up here during the winter of 1970? Well, a man named Charles Grady is the winter caretaker. And he came up here with his wife and two little girls, I think about eight and ten. From what I've been told, I mean, he seemed like a completely normal individual. But at some point during the winter, he must have suffered some kind of a complete mental breakdown. He ran amok and uh, killed his family with an axe. Bloody. <clears throat> Hi. Hi, <laughs> Hi, Andrew. Wow, Hi, that was fun. That was fun. That was really cool to have them on here. That was awesome. And I think that conversation is an amazing segue to the movie <gasps> Yay. that we are talking about this week. Yes. Uh, so just to recap last week's episode, <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, Andrew, you felt like you had only seen bits and pieces of Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Correct. Yes. And did was that feeling so it, I've I've felt this way about movies before and then I watched the movie and I'm like, "Oh wait, I have seen this." Mm -hmm. Now, did you get that feeling watching The Shining? I did not. Nope. So this you, was it new was to me. Fully reinforced. Okay, yep. great. That's yep. awesome. Yep. <laughs> so, Andrew Yes. What did you think of Stanley Kubrick's The Shining? Stanley Kubrick's The Shining was pretty awesome. <laughs> it was I had a it was great. It was really great. Awesome. Yeah. Um I'm and it was one of those ones where wa while watching it, I did have that thought of, man, how have I not seen this? And I get I get it, but I mean it was just like, wow, this is really something. Like I'm I'm glad I picked this <laughs> that's fantastic yeah yeah so yeah this is yeah this was new to me for sure for sure this was a new movie wow mm -hmm. i wow. know i know i know that's awesome yeah so tell me about it what i think? will well, okay tell me tell me your thoughts so i will i'll start out kind of with just well from the beginning um those shots at the beginning these aerial Iconic. shots are with the with the theme song playing which is again also iconic a very iconic theme um yeah. was beautiful oh man i sat there and i went how you know this is like a shot from now with the technology and the things that we have it just felt it was so beautiful 
And I Absolutely. don't know how they, I, I assume helicopter. I don't know, but yeah. I sat there. And, it was definitely helicopter. Was it helicopter? Because it was just, it was stunning shots. Stunning. Well, Every single bit was stunning. It's funny because uh, in certain certain versions of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, according to how it's cropped and how it's matted, when when you finally get to the Overlook Hotel, mm-hmm. you can actually see the propeller blades of the helicopter at the top of the really. Picture. I did not yeah. catch that at all. But yeah, it's it's super iconic, and I don't like I'm. I'm interested to see what you think now because every time I see an overhead shot of a car winding down a a, a street or mm-hmm. road, um, I always think of The Shining now. Funny, I I I totally get that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I never had since I hadn't seen it, but now I think with just how pretty those shots were and how they will they'll, they'll stick in my mind forever. I I think I will have that same feeling and same thought um, anytime I see that. Oh, heck Just, yeah. Because it was so – I actually – what's funny too is since I'm in Washington, mm-hmm. I honestly – I don't – I didn't know where this took place. Um, so, at first I was like, is this Washington? I mean, <laughs> this is like – this looks like here. It's green. It's beautiful. And then I was like, no, it's a it's a Stephen King, so it's got to be Maine. And then <laughs> and then I was wrong on both ends. So <laughs> yeah, Colorado. <laughs> it's Colorado. So <laughs> – but Yeah. But yeah, and, so it, uh, oh, go yeah, ahead. the interior, the interior is uh, famously shot at the Stanley Hotel in uh, in Colorado. So oh, funny, yeah, uh, it's yeah, kind of a kind of a bucket list for me. Oh, cool, totally. There's a there's a clown motel in uh, I think Nevada that mm-hmm. I want to stay at. Yep, and uh, and now also the Stanley Hotel. Oh my gosh, let me know if you ever do. I want to go. <laughs> Oh, to both yeah. those places, because I know of the Clown <laughs> Hotel as well. Oh, you do? <laughs> I do. I've, I've looked into it, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So good. Um, so, yeah, uh, keep going. Okay, so I will say, so of this movie, I a lot of those famous shots I had seen because they're famous shots. So, mm-hmm. um, Danny, who I think is my favorite character in this movie. Oh, wow, nice. Um, he's, and he's one, the little young actor, uh, Danny Lloyd. Was mm-hmm. great. He's such a. He was great, um, and 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 Tony uh, were, were were great. Um, but anyway, the shots that I'd seen of of him like riding his his tricycle and and oh, we, we didn't give our uh, I was spoiler gonna, warning. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, if you haven't seen The Shining, <laughs> I think because it's such a famous movie, right? Um, we didn't even think about it. But yeah, we are going to spoil The Shining. If you haven't seen it, be warned. Here we go. All yes. right, go for All it. All right. That being said, so I'm going to spoil something. <laughs> when he's on his tricycle <laughs> and he turns the corner and we see the twins, um, and then we see them very quickly bloodied up and butchered, I'd seen that that moment. And um, okay. in this con- seen the butchered moment. I had, yep. Okay. Um, I didn't remember that part. I just usually remember him turning and seeing the twins. Yeah, and the yeah. come play with us, Danny. Um, so I, I'd seen that part, but uh, in this context, kind of getting to know the movie a little more, it definitely had more of an uh, impact on me, um, yeah. for sure. Same with you know, here's Johnny. Of course, I've seen that. That's a very famous, famous scene. The carpet I'd seen. That's a very famous scene. Um, the one I was really bummed that I hadn't seen, besides the the twin, the first introduction or second introduction of the twins, I guess. Um, was, uh, 
Halloran, Halloran, is that his name? Dick Halloran. Dick Halloran, yeah. Dick Halloran. His, his death scene. I wish I hadn't known that that was coming, um, but uh, I, I had. And even when we talked about uh, the movie Boy Behind the Door, I mentioned that scene because I'd seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those ones where I, I knew it was coming, but I, I think I that would have impacted me just a little more if I didn't. Because I, I, I really liked uh, Dick Halloran's, Halloran, excuse me. I liked that character as well. Yeah. A lot. Um, so but, the t- I mean, yeah, that's boy behind the door. We mentioned when we watched it, there's more than one scene. Right. That was directly influenced by the shining. Right. Um, you know, there's the bathroom breaking, breaking the bathroom door down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, there's that, that scene that was influenced by Dick Halloran's, uh, death scene. Right. Correct. And so, so, yeah, I'd seen those scenes, so that's why I, that, I went, oh, yeah, that's Shining. Those are very famous scenes, but, yeah, for sure, that one I think I would have hurt a little more if I didn't know that, that yeah. uh, Halloran was going to die. Um, yeah, man, but this, I will say, this movie visually is so pretty. I mean, every shot I felt like <laughs> could be a poster you know, for the movie. Absolutely, yes. Um, I mean, yeah, any shot. I was like, man, if I had my, if I pulled my phone out and took a shot right now at any time, this would be a beautiful picture. Yeah. Um, and people have done that. Uh, there's, there's been, uh, I forget, a couple movies where you could just punch in a number and it would bring up a random frame from the movie. Oh, I don't cool. know the website that did this, <laughs> but they did that with like Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yes, right, correct. And uh, other movies, and that's one thing I thought of when I watched this last week, that The Shining seems like another movie where you could just pull up a random frame from the movie, and you most likely get a beautiful, beautiful shot. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's visually stunning. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it's so pretty. And yeah, the carpet. (laughs) Yes, yeah, very famous. So it's like almost over iconic now. Right. Yeah, it's been used because, so many times as well as <laughs> right? as an homage or a... and it was it was cool the first bunches of times. But at this point it's starting to get to the point where it's like it's like, uh, okay, yeah, cool, you did the shining carpet in your in your video game or your movie. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. You 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 know the shining. Good yep. job. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I think one of the first times I ever remember seeing it was in Toy Story. Yep. Yes, in Sid's in house. Sid's room, yeah. <laughs> or Sid's house. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was the coolest thing, especially because <laughs> you're watching Toy Story. Right. Yes, right. And there's right. the pattern to the shining carpet in the villain's house. Yeah. So I love good. It. Um but that being said, so I would say like I like I mentioned, visually stunning, beautiful. Soundtrack, um, the the theme itself, of course, is very is quite well known, and I, I had heard that mm-hmm. the, the, that theme before. Um, but music, again, this one was very. I I noticed it a lot in this movie. It was again. I almost felt like another character because any time we see Jack descent into his madness, there's this. <laughs> humming and buzzing music in the background yeah. that's 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 unnerving and it yep. really added so much to his his descent and so that that to me anytime i heard some of that music i just went, oh man this is i feel this this music adds so much <laughs> um and man, that's great because i think i think this time because i've seen it many times now mm-hmm. and uh 
it's one of the reasons I basically didn't write any notes at all. <laughs> I think the only note that I actually wrote down was opening sequence plus music iconic. <laughs> That's the only note. I already mentioned that. <laughs> Sorry, and then man. I just enjoyed the movie. Uh, yeah. No, no, it's great. Um, but yeah, one thing I did, you know, you watch a movie so many times and you notice things that you didn't really pay attention to as much mm -hmm. before. And I have to say, except for the opening sequence music, right. um, the the music during the movie, the very jarring strings mm -hmm. and yep. the music that is purposely put there to to put you on edge. Right. I really noticed that a lot this time. Interesting. Okay. So it's I I love that you noticed it too. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, it just it really did. Every time I like there's that <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in this is when Jack is looking at his family outside playing. And yeah. it's just yes. maybe 30 seconds, 45 seconds of just zooming into his face with that crazy music in the background. And, of course, Jack Nicholson has that iconic look where, I mean, he looks like he's lost his mind. Yeah. Um, he, he just looks like he's in rough shape. But that that moment right there is really where I saw that music and just felt this oh, un unnerved. Like I said, I just felt unnerved. I felt yeah. unnerved with that. So um, good. So I good. love that shot. I it's love so that shot. good. It's so scary. <laughs> I mean, but you could mention almost uh, going back to what you said about every, like so many beautiful, beautifully shot moments in the movie. Mm -hmm. You could mention almost any scene in the movie and I'll come back with, I love that scene or I love that right. shot. Right. Um, the sound design of Danny as he's riding his big wheel through the hotel. Mm hmm. Man, yeah. I, I love that. And that's yeah. something that uh in the in the bonus features, uh Stanley Kubrick wasn't expecting. Oh really? All of a sudden he's filming uh Danny driving this big wheel and he's noticing the difference in the noise. Like all of a sudden the big wheel is going on the wood and you know it's ooh, mm. and then it hits the carpet and it's just quiet. Right. Yep. Wood ooh, carpet quiet, you know? <laughs> so good. And it's one of my favorite sound design moments in the movie. And I love that it's something that Stanley Kubrick wasn't expecting. And when he heard it, he thought it was amazing. Hmm. I like that. That it really it's you definitely hear it. You can definitely tell there's a difference. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah. So but there are a few things. A couple that I didn't understand. Okay. So I'm going to get help okay. from you. Yeah. Um, and then I'll, I'll give you my, my complaint as well. Oh, you have a complaint? I do. How could you have a complaint about I know, the Shining? I know. Believe me, when I, when I had it, I went, I'm going to get, I'm not going to make Scotty happy with this. Uh, <laughs> you always make me happy, buddy. <laughs> oh, thank you, buddy. But so I'll, I'll get to that later. But um, my questions, though. Yeah. Who's Tony? <laughs> I get that it's in him, this imaginary friend, but is. <laughs> I, and maybe they explain it more in the book, but I really was hoping I'd get some kind of resolution. That was, I guess that's a little complaint was I wanted some kind of resolution with who Tony was. Was it a ghost? Was it part that's of the right. shining? Was it, I don't know. I have no you, idea. It's you just like, voice. You like answers. I love answers. So that's one thing when I don't get answers. <laughs> and you can probably guess my other one. Um, maybe, um, <laughs> but not really. Maybe not. Uh, okay. 
I, uh, I'm going to disappoint you right now. Oh, shoot. Because okay. I'm trying to think about it. And I don't really remember exactly. I just, it, Tony is just the voice in Danny's head. Danny okay. has the shining. And, right, right. Or the shine, as Dick called it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tony is just this voice that talks to him. And it's this kind of a premonition type voice mm-hmm. that's warning him of things and what might happen. Okay. Uh, you could say that Tony is a spirit from the Overlook Hotel, but it's not really, I don't think it's ever really totally explained in the book either. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Just Tony is just that voice that, that speaks to Danny that, that is part of the shine. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. That works. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Um, it was just, yeah, you know me. I, like you said, I like my answers. I like to have a. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, like, I I might have somebody yelling at me right now because the answer may be in the book and it's been a while since I read it. No, that's fair enough. Yep. Well, if they want to leave a comment on our Facebook page. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Please do. Or, you know, even if it's negative yelling at us. (laughs) (laughs) Be gentle. Uh, Well, and then that was my other one. The other resolution where I went, huh? Was his picture at the end. Um, Jack's picture in uh, in that picture from 1927 uh, or whatever it was. Well, Andrew. Huh? <laughs> well. <Huh? laughs> uh, that is one of the more brilliant things about The Shining okay. for a lot of people. A lot of Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, mm-hmm. and I say Stanley Kubrick because Stephen King's is a little more explanatory okay but a lot of stanley kubrick's the shining is open for interpretation Hmm. and i think i think finally one of the uh one of the main theories about that is just simply that as you've seen throughout the movie Mm -hmm. the different ghosts quote-unquote spirits that show up in the movie are old inhabitants of the overlook right they're right. people who have been there. They're people, mostly people who have died there. Right. Uh, in fact, probably all are people that have died there. And at the end, the at least for me and a lot of other people, mm-hmm. the theory is that Jack, having died at the Overlook, has now become part of the Overlook. Gotcha. Okay. So he's just... He's, it's not that he was in the picture the whole time. Right. He just he's in the picture now because he is now part of the Overlook Hotel. Nice. Okay. That makes sense. I like that. I do like that actually. So, but yeah, and it's but it, again, it is open for interpretation. If there's an interpretation you like better, mm-hmm. that's totally valid too. That's that's one of the beautiful things about this movie. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. I get that. Interesting. Okay, I like that. I do like that idea. I do. <laughs> okay. Um. So I. So now that you've answered those, I'll give you my my. So wait, that was oh. A com- oh this is not that wasn't the complaint. No. So those are my oh. my. Yeah, I know. And this uh, this one question. maybe you'll change my mind, but maybe maybe or maybe I won't. Maybe but go you for won't. It. But the only thing I would say is this movie's two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get guff. I would say that this movie could have been done in two hours. The only yeah, reason no. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> My only reason I say that is I don't know what happened, but kind of towards the 
the last quarter of it as well, I noticed myself kind of reaching for my phone. And I was like, mm. no, don't do that. Like, relax, watch the movie. But I don't know what it was, but I kind of went, all right, I want to see some something now. Like, it, it just felt like a little bit like it dragged. That's um, totally fine. Yeah, so that would be my only my only big gripe was for me. And again, maybe I need to watch it again. Maybe this is my first time watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Now that I know what to expect, or I don't know. Um, but that was what I noticed. I just I started to think I'm going to grab my phone and look up whatever. And I was like, no, now, no, don't do that. Do you think any of that is uh, because the movie's older and it it's a little dated? <sighs> maybe um but i mean really i was invested the whole time like right. before that so i don't know if that's it okay um i mean like yeah i don't know i don't know it just i i kind of went okay let's and maybe i was getting excited maybe i was getting too anxious for cuz i knew uh, what was coming as well uh, with yeah. jack that's and that could point. have been it too where i went okay now i'm ready for you know everything to hit the fan i'm ready for this and it didn't quite and so and I think I'm, maybe I'm that very was it. interested now to have you watch it again at some point. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Because, yeah, I think I think the movie is perfect the way it is. Fair uh, enough. Yeah. And you know what's coming if you've right. seen it, or right. as you as you knew you knew some of the scenes. Right. Yes. But having seen the movie, you can sit and enjoy the the ride. I mean the the journey to that point. Right. And. And see the toll that the hotel is having on Jack. Right. And right. also on Danny and, and, uh, and, uh, sorry, uh, Wendy. Wendy. Yep. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think, get it. I yeah. get it. Okay. I do get it. It's, it's, it's a very steadily paced movie. This is true. You're absolutely right. Yep. Because that's what Kubrick does. You're right. And, but, I think it's also accepting Kubrick and being a fan of Kubrick's movies mm-hmm. and knowing that that's how he paces a lot of his movies. Like 2001, a space odyssey could definitely, I could totally see somebody being bored stiff watching mm-hmm. 2001. But to me, it's just such a beautiful spectacle of a movie. And the shining is the same way. I think right. I find myself just, really engrossed in the cinematography um, and the look of the movie and then the performances. Like, every performance is so good. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right there. Yep. But I can – I understand. Uh, I'm not going to give you guff. Okay. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Because it is – it's a movie from 1980. Right. It's a a steadily paced movie. I can understand if your mind started to wander at points. Mm Mm-hmm. And like and you're you said, like, hey, let's let's just get to here's Johnny. Come on, right. yeah. I think I was ready at that point. I knew it was coming, and yeah. But I think now knowing it would be, I agree. <laughs> it would be interesting to see my thoughts. Uh, yeah. Again, now that I know exactly the pacing and when everything does come. Um. Now here's something. Yeah. Here's please. something for yeah. you. I didn't like The Shining the first time I saw it. Whoa. Okay. Interesting. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why I can't give you guff for anything, even if you didn't <laughs> like the movie overall. Mm-hmm. But you did, which is great. But I read the book. I right. I became a huge Stephen King fan as a teenager. Mm-hmm. 
And I read the book before I ever saw the movie. And I, that's just me as well. Anytime I kind of like to read books before I see a movie Mm -hmm. because I, I think I want the surprises to hit me in the book rather than the movies. But the movie is very, very different from the book. Right. It follows the same basic structure. Um, family overlook hotel Mm -hmm. father, uh, kind of losing his mind and turning against the family and, uh, Danny having the shining and, uh, but there are some key differences and that, that bothered me the first time I saw the movie. Oh, I get that. Absolutely. I, I can understand that for sure. So, yeah, I think, but then later on, I saw it years after that and it hit me that I can totally separate the book from the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're two separate things. The book is one thing, and I've read the book a couple times, right. two or three times actually. I think I've read it like three times, and and I do love the book. But when I watch the movie, I'm watching a piece of art. It's a work of art to me. Right. Obviously, it's in my top ten now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's awesome. Seeing a movie for the first time, not liking it, and eventually it going into your top ten movies. That's awesome. That is. And you awesome. know who else said the same thing? Who? Spielberg. Really? Yeah. If you watch uh, some of the bonus features mm-hmm. uh, on the digital copy, um, probably they're on the Blu-ray too. Mm-hmm. There's a moment where Spielberg actually talks about watching the movie with Kubrick the first time huh. and saying, Stanley, you did a great job. I just, I, I don't, I don't really care for it. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't dig it, but he says that, but over a period of time, that's how Kubrick's movies are. You right. watch them, and then you watch them again, and you start to notice new things. And before you know it, it's one of your favorite movies. Nice. Yeah. So, I think I think a few people have felt that. Okay. Well, I get that um, then. Yeah. That's... I'll tell you some – I guess I'll tell you a couple of key differences. One is the yeah. maze. The maze isn't in the book. Oh, really? Whoa. I don't well that way I can't say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it might be in the book. But there's some topiary animals in the book that okay. come alive. Oh. <laughs> and they kind of get closer and closer to the hotel during a key moment in the book. And it's very creepy. It's very great. Yeah. Another one is Dick Halloran does not die. Whoa. Yeah. What? I remember when I saw the movie the first time, I was like, what? Because <laughs> I was expecting everything from the book to kind of go the same way. Right. But yeah, Dick doesn't die in the book. Whoa. That's so. a difference. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And there's, there are a couple differences I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay. Maybe one day I will tell you. Okay. But I'm not going to tell you right now. Interesting. Maybe I need to just read the book, too. Uh, maybe, maybe, if you want. Okay. Uh, I definitely think at some point you need to watch Dr. Sleep now. I do, yeah. I would like to. <laughs> I definitely would like to. Whether you watch it on your own or put it on your list for <laughs> our podcast is up to you. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> but let me know when you do watch it, either way. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. But, yeah, uh, I'm. I'm glad you thought it was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. And like I said, just 
like you like well like you said excuse me it's a work of art like it was watching art um yeah. and i absolutely 100 percent agree it was watching art it was beautifully shot music was great acting was wonderful the story was yeah exciting. Let's, let's talk about the acting yeah let's because holy crap and that's <laughs> so that's one of the complaints about the movie though when comparing it to the book oh okay. and it's a common thing that's talked about a lot so a lot of people listening to this are going to be like, yeah, but uh, one thing was as as great and as fantastic a job as Jack Nicholson does, mm-hmm. it's not the same Jack Torrance that people remember from the book. Oh, really? Because the Jack Torrance in the book, he's got some inner demons. He is he is uh, an ex alcoholic mm-hmm. who at one point uh, did a hit and run. Oh, and is haunted by that. But he's, I guess he's more a normal person, whereas Jack Nicholson looks crazy <laughs> from the very first scene. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, and in the movie, Jack Nicholson is more of a of a man who just kind of, he it feels like he resents his wife and kid. Mm-hmm. And even yep. though he's come to the overlook with his wife and child, it's almost like you kind of get the feeling, or at least I get the feeling in the movie that he also is getting there to get away from them. Right. Yep. Yep. Because he's going to have this whole, whole entire hotel to do things on his own. Right. Yep. And the hotel, it seems uses that and Mm, to turn him further against Danny and Wendy. Yep. Uh, as it seems to do to other people, as we find out in the movie. Right. Uh, but in the end, when I watch the movie, I'm expecting that. And I mentioned a couple weeks ago, but I, I do. Jack Nicholson has done so many good roles. Yes. Yeah. But I think the Jack Torrance in The Shining is my absolute favorite. Wow. Yeah. I can watch the bar scene, the first time he sits down at the bar and talks to Lloyd. <laughs> yep. I can watch that scene so many times because it's just it's just amazing. <laughs> it is great. You know what scene I actually really liked him Which with? One? I I agree with you. That is a great scene. I like mm-hmm. you, Lloyd. Um no is when he holds Danny and Danny sits on his lap. That is one of the most frightening scenes just because he's you know he's crazy and he's on near the, the end. Uh closer to the end? Closer to the end, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I, the funny thing is you said that. Yeah. You said, you know what my scene is? And that was the first scene I pictured. Really? <laughs> yeah. When they're sitting in their uh, their bedroom. Yep. Right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's the one. And that was just, and he's, he's so, both are great in that scene. But yeah, Jack Nicholson just was so good in that scene and genuinely scared me a little bit. And according to the bonus features, mm-hmm. a lot of that is Kubrick as well. Oh, I mean, really? It's Jack, but mm-hmm. this, is, this is one of my favorite things in the bonus features. They were talking about how many takes Stanley Kubrick would do. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. And he would do like 20, 30-something takes Jeez. of scenes. And it was because he was looking for a certain thing from actors that he felt was impossible to get at the beginning. Wow. Because the first number of takes, an actor is giving it their all. They're doing it. They're going for it. Right. Then this exhaustion starts to set in. And you start to see that in the takes where they're starting to get tired. They're starting to get exhausted. But then 
after a number of takes like that, then you start to get the actor just doing anything to change up the scene, to do these weird faces, whatever, <laughs> yeah. just to just to change up the monotony of continually redoing the scene over and over again. Right. And that's what Kubrick was looking for. Interesting. And that's what he got out of Jack a lot. And Jack uh, is in the special features and he, he's totally, uh, he's, he's completely respectful of Kubrick and his, and his methods. Whereas I don't know that everybody is. Yep. I've, because, (laughs) uh, it's also talked about, how he basically, in a way, tortured uh, Shelley Duvall. Duvall. I've heard that. Yep. Uh, because he was trying to get her in a state of mind where she could play the Wendy that we see on screen. Yeah. And he to do that, he knew that he could not be her friend. He had to, like, just basically kind of mentally abuse her. Man. And emotionally abuse her, which is sad. But It is. And then, on the other hand, Danny he was completely protective of hmm. he just he wanted to protect danny he treated him like a son he Aww. and he got amazing amazing performance out of that little boy he was fantastic in that movie so good and just oh, he was so good and going from him to tony and him to tony it, for yeah. a little kiddo like that it was great he just did such a good job right? I thought he was excellent. Yeah, unbelievable. Absolutely. The, the worries where he's saying red rum over and over oh again. Oh my and gosh. When he finally red wakes up Wendy with it. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. And the mirror. Oh, such a good scene. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like it's it's amazing remembering a time when I didn't when that surprised me. Oh, yeah. And it's hard to think of that because the moment you hear red rum, you know it's murder backwards. Right. Yep. But there was a time when he was saying, when I was a lot younger, mm-hmm. and when he was saying red rum, I didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> and then you see the mirror, and it's like, whoa, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> so. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but, um, so, well, let's, let's continue talking about the movie with our, uh, with our three questions. Yes. Yes. Andrew. Yes. Was The Shining gory? Um, I would say there is a little gore, but especially to today's standards, um, I wouldn't say there's much gore. I mean, we have the axe to to Halloran, Halloran excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we well, see the little have, girls, have, yeah, the little girls that are butchered. Yeah, so I guess that. Oh, and I guess and if we're talking blood, the elevator opening is <laughs> yeah, a lot of blood. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, I guess I was thinking more, you know, something happening to someone. Yeah, um, and there's not. Well, Dick Halloran has the more violent, right? Gore. Right. Uh, the more violent blood. Right. The rest is all aftermath type. Gore. Right. Exactly. Yep. So it is. There's blood. Yep. There yeah. is blood for sure. Also, um, the uh, the old lady is not really blood, but it's kind of disgusting. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the bath, <laughs> uh, Jack kissing the naked woman, and then he looks in the mirror, and she's pretty. It's an old rotting woman, right? So yeah. yeah, I would say it's bloody. Um, there is blood, but I again just to today's standards when it comes to like slasher, or stabbing, or any of that, there's not quite as much. 
Um, but yeah, if you do, if you want blood, there's a whole elevator that opens and delivers yeah. an entire pool of blood. <laughs> uh, Andrew, what about, was oh. The Shining scary? Hmm. That's a good one. Um, to me, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say scary. To me, this was more unnerving. Yes. Um, so I wouldn't say that I was frightened. I wouldn't say that I hid under a blanket, but I will say I felt uncomfortable. Um, just be during certain scenes i was it was unnerving so to me it was more that kind of scare yeah. where you're just uncomfortable than oh no um i mean there's great moments where he's chasing them or i did love when danny pops out under the uh he hides under the in the kitchen and jumps mm-hmm. out and you see jack start to follow him that was scary that was a scary moment the whole maze scene was scary that was scary <laughs> I love really? Danny too. Getting out nice. of that, walking backwards was awesome. One of my favorite. Did you know things. about that scene ahead? Of no, time? that was okay. awesome. So oh. see, that's good. You didn't know about the very, very end. Right, right. Um, good, good. But so there are scary moments. But again, you know, if we're looking at today's standards of, and it's all subjective. Um, but if you're, there's not a lot of jump scares. I should say that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, there's no. not a lot of things where you go, oh my gosh, that just happened. It's more. I don't know. I do think I, I think this movie. I would have loved to have seen this movie in theaters with with the 1980 crowds. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, because I think I think back then this movie was probably one of the scariest movies ever made. Right. I would believe that. Yep. And I do think this movie has the ability, even today. I think this the right person watching it in the right setting. Yeah. Uh, I think this movie does have the ability to stay with somebody. I agree. Yep, absolutely. Because you're watching the deterioration of somebody's mind and most likely caused by supernatural forces. True. That's a good so, point. I think that's that's scary. I know to me, as I've said, ghosts scare me. This movie doesn't scare me anymore. Okay. I don't know that it ever really did. But like you, I do get a little unnerved. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. just the music alone yeah. is enough yeah. to, to you know, set your teeth on edge or whatever the phrase is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think this movie could be scary to the right person. I agree. Yep, I completely agree with you. And that's why that's for me. It's why it's one of my top ten. Because and I can still see it. I it, I think it still holds up. Yeah. Um. So well, did you have fun <laughs> with horror, Andrew? With this movie, I really did have fun with horror. I did. Oh, good. Um, like I mentioned, there was that, that little moment in there that I got, not bored, that's not the right word, but um, my mind wandered a little bit. But yeah. uh, really, yeah. all in all, I mean, it was it was stunning, it was fun. Like I mentioned, the acting's great, the shots are great, the music's great. I really did have fun. Absolutely, I had awesome. fun with horror. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to mention, uh, also, I know... Uh, I don't want to make you feel bad, buddy. No, please, no. I watched this movie. It's the first time I've seen it in 4K. Oh, yeah. uh, Dolby Vision. Yeah. And I've got to say, I've seen a lot of movies, older movies, uh, uh, upgraded to 4K. Right. uh, HDR, Dolby Vision. And this was probably maybe the best upgrade I've ever seen. Oh, wow. I was stunned watching this movie. Oh, that's awesome. It was 
in a way, it was like seeing the movie in a way I'd never seen it before. Wow. It was just, it was incredible. And that may be one reason I was able to see the helicopter blades and you weren't. Oh, funny. Yep. yep. Because maybe, maybe a, a little bit slightly lesser resolution hides the helicopter blades a little. Right. I don't know. I don't know. That's good though. Huh? But yeah, I always have fun watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've watched it so many times. So uh, and I'm glad you did too. Yeah, man. It was fun. Absolutely. So there you go. You've seen, you finally seen the classic, <gasps> the shining. I've seen the shining. It's off. It's a check off the list, man. Check off that list. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Does your mom and dad know about Tony? Yes. Do they know he tells you things? No, Tony told me never to tell him. <laughs> well, that was that was as you know, my pick last week was The Shining, and I liked it. Uh, well, thank you. And as mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned it last week, but you you kind of talked about how you missed this format where we we didn't get. Where we don't know each other's picks. I did not know you were going to pick The Shining. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what you're picking, and I am very excited. So it, without further mm. ado, what is your pick, man? What's what's, well, what's episode 13 going to be? Oh, whoa, episode 13? Episode 13. Wait, I got to change my pick on the spot. Really? No, I'm oh, kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen all those. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, so I was thinking it once again, mm -hmm. uh, like you've said in the past, once again, I had a movie planned. Right. And during the week I had some thoughts Ooh. and my pick changed. <gasps> so my thought was this, and so this is our Halloween episode. Right. Right. This is our last episode that's going to air in October, but it's airing pretty early you're right we by the time this episode airs there's still quite a few days left in october you're right you're absolutely this right. is tuesday and halloween is not until sunday yeah so even though this is our halloween episode it's our last october episode i still thought maybe i could give us a movie that will still put us in the halloween spirit when mm. we watch it even though the episode that it airs will air in november Ooh, that's good. And we'll all watch it in October, probably. Well, I, I would Maybe. almost guarantee. Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. <laughs> Unless you decide to watch it on Monday. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. The you're day right. before we air. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> um, so I've been wanting to see this movie for a little while. Okay. I've heard some good things about it. Mm -hmm. I've heard it's a surprise fun movie. Mm. That movie is the 2018 movie... Hellfest. Ah. Have you seen it? Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. No, that's, uh, yeah. There we go. Yep. I picked a movie that you've seen that I haven't. I have, yes. <laughs> so it's uh, it's directed by Gregory Plotkin. Mm. And uh, you know more about it than I do now. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it, it you know, it takes place in a horror-themed amusement park. So I thought that might give us a little bit of a halloween feel totally so <laughs> i'm being uh, so careful not to say anything right now yeah don't say a thing <laughs> i know <laughs> all i know is I'll, i don't know any that much about it i just know that it Good. takes place in a in a amusement park in a 
horror-themed amusement park. That's all you need to know. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go then, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. That's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really don't yeah, know what to say. I'm more, like trying hey. not to say. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Hellfest. Hellfest. Okay. Hellfest for our final October movie. Well, for us. For us. You're right. For us. <laughs> for, for the audience, it'll be their first November movie. Right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, cool. Andrew, uh, huge, huge thank you to Mary and Cindy. Yes, thank you both. Yes. For coming on to the podcast and uh talking to us about what movies scare us. Yes. <laughs> I always I love that conversation. I always love having that conversation with people. It's a great that that should be one of those ones in books where it's, you know, icebreakers. What's uh you know, one of those where you, someone you don't know, what are you going to say to them? What, what what movie scares you? What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> right. Sydney? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know how those icebreakers go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, All right, Andrew. Yeah, man. I think that's it. I think it is. Yes, as as usual, we'll, I'll I'll do our quick plug. Yeah. For Facebook, for uh Instagram, Twitter. We also have the Spotify playlist, which I looked at, and I what did you say? We're over ten hours now of music, we're, of horror I, film yeah. music. I think or, we're just over ten hours. Just over. I think 10 I may hours. have added one song. Oh, so good. Uh, I haven't added anything from Halloween Kills. I need to do that. Ooh, yes, please. Ooh, so. yes. Um, but yeah, we'd love anyone listening. If you have any questions, uh, you'd like to talk, please uh, send us a message on social media. You can also email us, which it's. Remind me, I'm going to say it wrong, Scotty. <laughs> Fun with horror podcast at gmail.com. Okay, I was right. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, but send us a message. We'd love to hear hear your thoughts on the movie as well of the week. Uh, and just a yep. chat. We'd love to hear from you. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're everywhere. Everywhere. We're even behind you. Look. Look. Now I got you. Happy Halloween! <laughs> okay, that was goofy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, not you, me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I loved you. I loved your laugh. That was oh, great. Oh, thanks, man. Well, I loved your happy yeah, Halloween. Oh, wow. We love each other. <laughs> we Yay. do love each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, man. I will, uh, I will talk to you next week. Yes, and happy Halloween to everyone listening, since it's the last happy time Halloween, you'll hear everybody. our podcast before November. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Happy Halloween. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Love you, man. Love you. Bye.